Hey, hey, girls. So I am so excited to be recording this show today. It's been such a long time since I've been able to get in front of this microphone. And let me tell you, it's not been for nothing. Uh, As most of you know, we recently just went under a huge transition, which came after what I thought was me getting back on my feet and rebounding after having my now 19-month-old baby. But as you know, uh, God does things in his own perfect timing. And sometimes that is not in alignment with what we think we should be doing. And let me just say this, like the past, I don't even know how long it's been. Like if summer is 19 months, like I've completely lost track. I feel like it's been transition after transition, after transition, after transition. Uh, And sometimes I'm so hesitant to share because I feel like, okay, now I'm back. And then boom, another transition happens. But I realized that uh, my reservations are not because I shouldn't be sharing. I think my reservations are just because the enemy doesn't want you to hear these stories and that I really should be sharing even through the transitions. But when you're going through them, they're extremely hard um, to talk through. And I've just had to learn how to fight through it. So today I'm kind of talking with you because I finally feel like I'm at a place where I can create right now in this season. I won't call this a rebound. I won't call this a I'm back. I won't call it any of that. I am just in a space where I feel like I can create. And while I feel like I can create, I want to share with you now that I have some clarity right now in this season, kind of looking back over what I just went through as far as this transition is concerned and share some things with you if you feel like you're in transition. I've talked with so many moms. I've seen so much stuff on social media about moms transitioning and feeling like they're having to do it all and not wanting to be patient and wait because you feel like you're losing relevancy. And I shared all of those feelings. So I'm hoping that in today's episode, I can share with you um, some of the things that I've learned as I've looked back and I'm kind of keeping record of so that if another transition happens, um, I can be a little bit more prepared. So today's episode is as much about me as it is about you. And I'm hoping that I can help you in a season, if you are in this season right now, uh, get back to a place where you feel like you can create or give you hope while you're in the transition so you don't feel like you're losing everything. Because if you're anything like me, I felt like um, the bottom was just falling out of it. So that's our show for today. Uh, Pull up, get your pens, get your papers if you want. Uh, Give yourself a little bit of time to listen in. And we are going to chat about how to get back to you after transition. All right, that's today's show. Let's hop in. You're listening to the Kay Whitaker Podcast, created for boss moms and wives committed to slaying their family and professional goals. You could say this show is the intersection of being a good boss, mom, and wife, and doing them all on your own terms. Together, we'll have unfiltered conversations with moms from across the world about what it really takes to have the life we dream about. Our guests will share stories of triumph, fears, and challenges, and will empower us with their own perspectives on how we can navigate through our own challenges and conquer them to come out victorious on the other side. Our host, Kay Whitaker, is a successful entrepreneur currently running two businesses alongside her husband, Tim. 
while raising four children, ranging in age from an infant to a very busy teenager, while still making time for each other and the things in life that they both love. Kay has designed this show to be a safe place for honesty, vulnerability, and empowerment. To support one another as we boldly go after life's dreams, tear down old ideologies that keep us hostage, and as we pursue our own modern definitions of success. If you're an ambitious boss mom looking for a community that supports you while you continue to evolve into the woman that you and everyone else loves, then stick around, because you're already amongst a good group of girlfriends. Now, let's jump into today's episode. All right, so let's chat. So, backstory before we hop into why um, I'm talking to you today about how to get back to you after transition. For those of you that may not know, um, October, nope, September of last year, it's February, so September of last year, my husband got a promotion on his job. Yay, Tim, right? Um, and for most people, this is great, but with his promotion, it required us to move. Now we have a family of six, um, and I have been working from home ever since I started working. Um, and we had just, I had just gotten back into the rhythm of myself after having summer and being out sick with summer. Um, you know, that took me out for a little bit. So I had just gotten my rhythm back when he came into the house with this like ghost look on his face. Like he had seen a ghost and was like, Hey babe, you know, I got a promotion now. Um, we are used to having the promotion conversations or having the moving conversations, but this one was unique because we had just said maybe a month prior that we had just declined a move to a different city and said, you know what, we're not going to entertain this thought anymore. Um, you know, we're, we've, we're here. We have our home here. The kids are getting a little older. We don't want to transition, uh, the children. So we're just going to kind of keep it where we are. And if the conversation ever comes up about us moving, then it's a flat. No, we don't even need to discuss it. So you can imagine how I felt after he walked in the house with this look on his face one weekend, and this was a Saturday, um, and I, I can clearly see the look on his face because he looked perturbed. And I thought, uh, because of the look on his face, that he had lost his job. I thought that he was coming to tell me that our life was about to change because, you know, his career was over. But in fact, looking back now, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Looking back now, it was an amazing move of God, an, an extreme blessing that we were receiving, but it came, um, in the package of like, Oh my God, what is happening? So he walks in and he's like, babe, um, I got a promotion and I'm like, great, you know, high five, congratulations. I'm like, well, so why are you looking so sad? He was like, well, it's going to require us to move. So as his wife, uh, I am very careful with the words that I speak to him because I like to empower my husband as a young black man. I like to speak positivity over him, but in my mind, I'm like, why is this even a conversation? Because we've already said that we're not moving. So outside of my feelings, I stopped and I said, okay, you know, and knowing my husband, he's not going to bring anything to me that is not important to him, especially so soon after we've already had a conversation. So the question to him was, when, when do we have to do this? So if this was September 1st, he said that the company agreed that my family could take their time and move, but 
this transition is going to happen as of October 1st, which means I have to leave and be gone four days out of the week, starting in 30 days. That was the conversation that we had. So if you know me, you know that all of my children are busy. They all have extracurricular activities and our household is set up in a way that both parents have to be very involved um, with all of the support that my husband has given me over the years and building this business and my crazy ideas and the back and forth and dealing with the, the attention deficit that I'm sure I have. There was no way I was going to say to him, no, you can't go or no, I don't want you to go. But instead I had to transition to, okay, if this is our reality right now, then how do we get this done? And for me in that time, it came with a lot of frustration, a lot of overwhelm, a, a lot of fear, um, and, and highly frustrating because I was like, I just got back. I just got back, but that was me, you know? So I had to take a step back and be like, all right, if this is the transition that God is getting ready to send us through, then how do we get through this? How am I going to, with a new baby and three busy children that schedules require both of their parents, it's in the middle of football season, um, how, do, how do I get through this? And immediately things for business had to change, things at home had to change, and my capacity to create from a professional standpoint almost went down to zero because there was just no space in my mind um, available for creativity because at this point it was survival. It was what do we do with our home? Uh, it was the back and forth with he and I about do we sell this house? Do we keep it? Um, learning how to put a home on the market and in my mind, let's go and lease something in the new place. And he's like, nope, not going to happen. We're going to go and purchase. So now we're going through the home buying process, which is stressful in itself in a completely different city, um, three hours away from where we are. So it's not like you can just hop in your car and take care of the things that you would normally take care of. And this is your life for three months. Your husband's gone four days out of the week. You know, my hat goes off to any military wife because I cannot imagine not having my significant other um, with me all the time, you know, so having to transition from seeing your face every day, being able to do family things every single day to not having you at home for some, you know, it's like, oh, we do this all the time. But for me, that was just not the case. It was completely outside of what I was used to and myself and my kids alike. We had to transition. So we set our kids down. We had the conversation with them. My teenager was devastated. So now I'm dealing with um, an emotional teenager, an emotional mommy, um, trying to keep it together so that my kids can be strong, trying to keep it together so that my husband doesn't feel bad about the decision that we've had to make for the family and try to be productive all at the same time. So needless to say, you know, we weren't doing too well. So while we were in it, it felt like the walls were like literally coming down around me. Like everybody was so, congratulations, this is an amazing opportunity. But all I could see was the stuff that we were having to do in order to get us through the transition. I was blinded by the work that was required in order for us 
to get through the transition. So for me, it didn't feel like a blessing. It felt like a curse, really, um, because we had to totally uproot everything that we needed to do in a short period of time. Now, had I had more time to prepare, it probably, I'm, I'm lying, it probably, well, I probably would have done the same thing. Um, but we're at holiday season. The kids are wrapping up with busy schedules. It just wasn't what I wanted to do. You know, my mind was set on being where we were. It's where I was forever. We had amazing support systems to go to a place now where we don't have that kind of support to have to rebuild. Um, if you know me well, you know that I'm not the most extroverted person in the world. So, you know, once you know me, we're great. We have great relationships, but it's not real easy for me to go out and find new friends and make new connections. Like I'm extremely introverted in, in, in environments that I don't have control over. So just think about all those things. Okay. So here's what, um, that's what it felt like during the transition, right? It, it felt like a nightmare. We finally moved, uh, in two months, we made things happen. We moved homes, um, the week of Thanksgiving. So we literally moved our stuff in the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, Slept in the house the Wednesday before Thanksgiving to get, slept in the house the Tuesday before Thanksgiving to get in the car, to drive back to where we were from, to celebrate Thanksgiving with our family, spend the weekend there, then to come back and drive back and forth for the kids to finish school for a month, get the house prepared for the tenants to take over it in December. So in a matter of two months, we had packed up our whole house, moved our life, and we were there. So tensions were high. My husband did an amazing job looking back at keeping his cool. Um, I didn't do so well, but you know, <laughs> I can be honest about it now, but we're here now and I now see what a blessing all of these things were. Um, we found a church, the church that we are connected with here. Um, I have what I call an amazing ministry mentor that I'm reconnecting with and will soon be back up under <laughs> his, his thumb so that he can groom me and get me to where I want to be ministry wise. You know, we're meeting new people. The kids are still transitioning, but it's all great. Like this is a new life experience. And it's something that if I wasn't pushed to do, I never would have done. And I'm grateful for it now because my kids get to see new culture. They get to do things differently. They get to create lives for themselves. Um, and we're just excited about it. So it's been great. My husband is doing extremely well at work. Um, he's been killing it ever since he's been here. It's been amazing. So now I can see the blessing that we're through it. Um, we're still getting settled in, but now I feel like I can create. So before I started creating again, um, I was having a little talk with Jesus and I was like, you know, Lord, what can I share with the lady? Because it seems now that the people that I've been connected with, in connection with, they're starting to go through transitions. And I'm like, you know what, Lord, that wasn't even about me, was it? it? It was so that I could help somebody else. So today I am helping you if this is your season in life. And I'm going to share with you um, some things that I did do well, I think, during the time that we transitioned. Um, and I'm also going to share with you now that we have transitioned, how we are easing back or how I am easing back into getting back to me, okay? So uh, one of the first things that I want to share with you as you're going through your transition is that uh, you've really got to take the pressure off of yourself. And if you need to completely shut things down, then do so. And hear me out when I say this. 
when I was in transition, I tried to maintain the same type of lifestyle that I had out of fear. My fear was, okay, I've just come back off of a different transition. And if I have to shut things down again, because I'm transitioning again, will I lose relevancy with my audience? Will I lose trust with my audience? Will I be able to maintain the quality of my lifestyle, the momentum that I want for life if I have to shut this down again? And what I really had to realize and what's really special and important is that I had to remind myself, and this is a lesson that I've had to relearn quite a bit. You guys are not my source. It's, it's, as much as I love the support that you all provide to me and my family and the cheerleading that you give, my source comes from God. And while this transition was not something that I wanted to do, I knew that it was God leading the transition because everything that needed to happen, while it was difficult for me just because I did not want to do it, God put that thing together so well, like it was seamless looking back, okay? We purchased a house with no money down. We were just like in position and didn't even realize we were in position to be able to make this transition as smoothly as it did. And the struggles came from me and the struggles came because I would not allow God to guide the transition. I was trying to maintain what I thought I was supposed to be doing instead of shutting down and trusting completely the process. And that made things 19 times harder than what they needed to be. So if you are in a season of transition, my number one advice for you is to get still, sit down, and really start to seek God through this transition and allow him to work. You trying to do what you normally do and trying to keep your self-imposed pace is going to make things a lot harder for you than it would if you would just release and allow the process to happen. And that is hard, but that is where your faith and your trust in God really steps in because that is going to be what makes things easy for you. We moved in two months, okay? And when we moved, it was about at that two month mark after we had signed the paperwork for the house that I said, oh my God, this has been you all along. I felt it. And it was at that moment, two months into this three, three and a half month transition that I was like, you know what? I'm done. I am done trying to lead this process. Do what you need to do. And from that point forward, everything was simple. I did not feel, I still felt anxiety, right? Because I was going into something new. So I'm not telling you that shutting down won't eliminate the, the, the questions in your mind about like, okay, what is life going to be like once this is done? What am I going to experience? Those things will never go away. And those are natural human feelings. You should have those. But what I'm saying is it's not difficult to get through things. We were driving back and forth for like a month, going back and forth, three hours on the road, um, a day apart back and forth each way, a family of six in a hotel room, like, come on. It, that was stressful itself in, in itself, but we had food, 
We had experiences. We bonded. There were so many things that came out of that after I said, all right, God, you got this. I'm done. I'm done. And I was done not because I had figured it out, but I was done because I was tired. That was the hardest two months of my life. So to keep yourself from being tired and more overwhelmed than what you already are, just relinquish control and shut things down. And when I say shut things down, I mean, don't make new commitments. Don't make decisions in this season that are going to have a long-term impact on you that you are not clear of. You're emotional, you are overwhelmed, and you need to allow yourself to be in those feelings and not do anything new. So I didn't take on new clients. I didn't create new initiatives. I didn't start new projects. I maintained. I stayed where I was. And I said, you know what? The clients that I have, I'm going to service them well. I'm going to focus on servicing them well. There were commitments with kids that I had to start to shut down. Um, Whereas we would have been going into new stuff. My daughter with the band to take on new stuff. No, baby. I'm not going to allow you to commit to that right now because we're not going to be able to maintain it. It's just mommy now. Four days out of the week. And in order for you to be happy and mommy to be the best mommy to you, I can't allow you to do that because we won't be able to do it well. So in this season, this is what we're going to do. Like I shut stuff down. Family, prior obligations, some things with friends, things had to come to a pause so that I could get myself together and focus on the things that were most important. I maintain the things that would have the greatest impact on the quality of our lives right now and everything else, I shut down, okay? And that's important. And it takes a considerable amount of faith to do that because I'm used to churning clients. Like I'm I'm enrolling new clients every three months, but I, I, I skipped that. And I didn't miss a beat. I didn't have to enroll new clients. My clients kept coming back. They were very understanding. And there wasn't a need for me to do anything outside of what I was doing in that time. God took care of everything. He paid all of bills. He made sure that my bank accounts stayed the way they were supposed to stay. Like real talk, there was no need for me to do anything else besides what I was doing. So that pressure that you feel to have to carry all of those bags, release yourself from that because you don't have to shut it down. Keep the pace that you need to keep in order to keep you where you are and focus on the things that are most important to the quality of your life right now. If you've ever heard me talk about balance, you hear me talk about prioritizing and putting things in buckets of priority. And your priority in this season is your family, the clients that you currently have, if you can continue to service them and the getting prepared for the new season that you're getting ready to walk into. And if you are so busy holding on to what you have right now, you are going to be, you're not going to be able to see the opportunities and what you're getting ready to go into. And that's most important to where you're trying to go. So shut it down. Okay. Ride it out. Okay. Now, once you've gotten into your mind and resolved to the shutdown because I know that's a whole hard process in itself 
Um, you've got to get still and really wait for instructions from God. Now, I know that this is not the easiest in the world because we pray and we feel like, okay, God, I'm asking you for these answers. Amen. Show up. <laughs> and God don't always work like that. And what we have to remember is that God sees like the big picture, right? He's got the big plan. He knows what is to come and he knows the things that need to happen in order for you to get there successfully, right? So if he moves on your pace, then you may not be able to get, he may not be able to guarantee the results that he has for you because it's according to what you want. So we have to remember that God ultimately has all of this done, right? I knew the plans for you before you were created, you know, plans to prosper you, all of that, right? That's true. If the word is true, then we know this. So if we know that God's plans are to prosper us and he knows already what's to come, then we also have to trust and wait and have faith in the process, which sometimes comes in the form of patience, sometimes comes in the form of just trusting, right? And a lot of times, I know for me as a mom, as an entrepreneur, it's hard to be patient because I can see sometimes God reveals to me what's coming. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like that it's time, but his time is not my timing. Right. And sometimes I just have to submit to the will of God, not my ways, but yours. Um, and I have to wait, especially when you're in transition, especially a transition like this one, like this was a surprise for us. This wasn't something that we planned. This wasn't something that, you know, we knew anything about. This was God literally pushing us out of our comfort zone, pushing us out of the boat. So we had no prior knowledge of anything, no prior vision of anything. So in this particular situation, we really had to get to a place, especially me, especially my husband, had to get to a place and just wait on instructions. Because you, once you have shut down, things may feel like you got a little bit more time. Because I felt like, oh, I got some time. I can start to create. But the creation never came easy. And I'm a firm believer that when you yoke up with God, right, my yoke is easy. Bring your burdens to me. My yoke is easy. It, it wasn't easy. Like stuff wasn't coming like back to back. And generally when it's of God, when I plan it and I align it with what he wants, it happens. So it wasn't happening like that. So I was like, all right, cool. It's time for me to just sit down and wait to see what's next. And it's so uncomfortable because the world, and it ain't even a world, I, you, you know, it's so easy for us to blame stuff on the world and blame stuff on external factors, but it's not external, it's internal. Internally, I was like, there's a lot of people waiting on me. There's a lot of people waiting on me to do stuff. And I, I got a responsibility to get that done. But that was internal pressure. Y'all wasn't hitting me up like, hey, where you at? You know, like y'all were saying, hey, we miss you. We love you. You know, we hope all is well, especially those of you that knew what was going on from the little bit that I shared online, but it wasn't like y'all was putting pressure on me to do nothing, right? It was internal pressure saying, oh, I've got this platform. Oh, I've been doing these things in the past. I got to do this like this, or I'm not who I say I am. And that's false. So I had to get to a place where I really sat and said, okay, God, what's next? Because it's not clear for me. It's not, it's not, I don't know. I have no control over this situation. I literally felt like helpless, not helpless, just out of control. So because I was out of control, um, I had to sit and I found a scripture and this one's out of Micah. It's Micah 7 and 7. 
Uh, and it, it really refers to you being like in a waiting place, right? In a waiting room. And it says, but as for me, I watch and hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my savior. My God will hear me. Right. And I was like, okay, God, you hear me. I'm waiting. I've tried to do things in the past that were outside of your will. Those went terribly wrong. Thank you for not letting any of my ideas that I got right now in this season go forward because you're in control of this and I've committed to allowing you to take control. I'm going to wait and see what's next. And then I started to get excited because I was like, ooh, you know, if I've had that kind of success in the past and things have been so popping for me in the past, like I can only imagine. And I started to remember like every transition, every time I've changed and done something, it's only been elevation. I've never went backwards. God has never taken me backwards. So as scary as this was, even though I was going into a new place, no relationships, no nothing that I was used to, I could only believe that it was forward movement. And I can remember the feelings and the excitement that I've had in the past where I've started to grow. So I started to get excited in anticipation for what God was doing instead of being fearful about what was God, about what God was doing. I was, then I was like, okay, God, I can't wait to see what's next. It's been a great run in Houston. We have done some amazing things. We've made some amazing relations, had some huge impact. Now what you got up under your sleeve, because I don't know anything (laughs) about this area. I don't know anything about the people out here. What are you doing? What are we getting ready to do? And once I got to my place where I was comfortable in my waiting room and I knew that God heard me, then I was like, okay, you know what? This waiting place may not be so bad. So when people start asking questions, because then the questions started coming, well, what you do? I don't know. I haven't the slightest idea. My mom just left. We had a long weekend. It was Morgan's birthday. So she came down for Morgan Morgan's birthday. We missed each other. We hadn't been able to hang out. So she stayed all the way through Monday. It was great. Uh, but even her, it came up. So, baby, what are you doing with your business? Are you going to, you know, really go full force with the agency? I know you said you were hiring some folks. Like, what's happening? I just confidently said, you know what, mama? I don't know. I don't know what God has for that right now. Because there's so many things, so many other things that hadn't been addressed yet. I can't confidently answer that. So, until I have a confident answer for that, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Because God's working some other stuff out. And he's revealing some other things to me. And if I try to do that in conjunction with the things that he's showing to me, then I may not be able to fully get out of it what God has for me. And I'm not going to let myself interrupt God's plan. So I don't know. And I don't know started to become less stressful and more empowering. It started to become something that I was looking forward to saying, like, when people ask questions now that I don't have the answers to, I'll be like, mm-hmm, I don't know. We'll see. And that feels good. So once I got to that place and I was like, okay, now that feels good. I'm through this transition. We've moved. I don't feel the stress anymore. How do I ease back into transit? How do I ease back into creativity? How do I ease back into me? And that's what I want to kind of talk with you about now. So once you go through your transition, you know, there's two things, right? That you got to do. You got to shut it down and you got to wait right? You got to maintain your life. You got to prioritize, just shut stuff down and just wait to hear from God. Like literally he will expose it to you in his word. He will expose it to you and other people. Just wait, trust the process. Once you get through 
the transition. Um, don't just jump both feet back in to the water. You know, you need to ease yourself back in. Get clarity on what you're getting ready to do. When I started getting new vision, once I got here, I started writing stuff down and started aligning that with some of the visions and things that God has shown me. And I started saying, okay, if this is the vision that I'm receiving, then how do I get that done? With where I am right now, how does that work? Are there things that I need to learn? Are there new things that are taking place online that I hadn't, you know, been privy to because I've been kind of off the scene? Like, how does this work? And that how question is a powerful question because it requires you to get creative and it requires you to go and research and seek out answers. So when you ask the question, okay, how does this work? Then you start to look for ways for things to work. And that is when your answers start to come. When you start to say, okay, this is something that I've received. Now, how does this work? You start to look for stuff. Trainings start to appear. I started to get emails and messages from people that I didn't even know that I was on a list and started to look into stuff and answers started to become very, very clear. Conversations between myself and my husband started to become clear things that he was like 999% against in the past. He's no longer against. Now we still fighting that whole nanny battle. Y'all pray for me. But in the past, I've talked to him about doing family blogging and him being more present on the podcast. And there's been so much resistance. And now in this season, he's just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get the equipment for it. Let's Let's figure out how to make that happen. That feels good. You know, I got a lot that I want to talk about. We can have these conversations. Maybe our story can inspire other people. These are all things that I've been saying, right, for years. And now he's on board. So had I have jumped back in two feet in the water, I would have been going in one direction if God is sending us in another direction, right? So I got clarity. I started asking how. And now I'm back to a place where we're phasing back into routine, into a new routine. I have to introduce things to some of you all that are a lot different than what we've seen in the past, right? In the past, I was heavy business. Now you're starting to see more life. You're starting to see more me, hubby, kids, the, the driving forces behind how I'm able to do business, now, granted, business is still there. We still have one-on-one -on -one clients. I probably will coach forever because I just love it. That is an, is an amazing experience to be able to talk with someone individually to help empower them to be better in their business. It's something that I don't know will ever go away. I may not do as much of it. I may not have as many clients, but it's definitely something that's a part of me. It gives me joy. It's ministry to me. So that part doesn't go away, but there's some other things that are exposing themselves that you'll see more of. And I'm having to ease into that with careful planning according to what God has given me. Because if I was doing it my way, I would have picked up what I was doing in Houston, brought it to San Antonio and did the same thing. The market doesn't even support that activity because this is completely different. It's only three hours away, but it's a completely different environment than where I was. So I can't do the old things that I was doing and put them here. There's a scripture, can't remember the address, but it's about pouring old wine into new wine skin and expecting the same thing. You know, it's the definition of insanity, doing the same things you used to do and expecting something different. It's that. So I've had to get clarity, get downloaded, 
ask my how questions and seek out the answers to those how questions and move according to that. Not according to what I thought I should be doing or what I was used to, but according to this new space that I'm in. Okay. And then I've learned how to just be at peace because I still don't have all of the answers. And there was a season not too long ago that I would have been stressed because I would not have known everything. But I believe now that I've went through that stress and I've gotten through that part in the last few months that I'm in a place where I'm a lot more comfortable with not having those answers yet. And it feels good. Like I am in a place now where I'm making more money than I ever have before, which is crazy, uh, with less product offerings, uh, less time spent as far as hours are concerned, a lot more time with my family, my husband's home a lot earlier. This promotion has allowed him to be more manager and he has a lot more people down here to help him execute. So he's home earlier. We see him more. We get to do stuff in the evening times. You know, the kids are not as active yet. So we're spending, we're still spending that quality time. We're getting indoctrinated into our new church, really figuring out what that's going to be like. We are taking our time. I almost jumped two feet in at church and was like, okay, I'm here. Let's go. And God's like, nope, not yet. Go through this process. Like go through this process. Allow me to take you through this process to get you to where I want you to be. And that's what you've got to do. And if you can do that, as scary as it might seem, because you don't have the control, you will feel a lot more at peace. I am peaceful. I'm not stressed out. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm provided for, right? We are saving like we hadn't saved before. Like, it's crazy. And we were doing extremely well where we are. So the things that I wanted, but I thought I had to work so hard for them are coming to us now with less requirement. It's crazy, but God is crazy. Like, the th we can't imagine the power that God has to deliver in our lives. And I truly am learning that complete submission to God um, is what matters. And now I feel like I can create. Now I feel like I can get up and go find beautiful places to take photographs and get great content with my family. And, you know, I want to cook. Y'all, I'm not a cooker, but I want to cook and do cooking shows. I want to blog. And we're in a city that's a travel city. So there's so many attractions here that provide so many opportunities for us to just share our life story. And it's new. It's a new experience. We're all excited about it. And we're happy to consider, to think that there was so much turmoil, but that was self-inflicted turmoil just a couple of months ago. We are happy and excited. Um, we're learning every day. We're trying new stuff every day. And it's an amazing feeling. And had I have tried to do this my way, um, I would not be feeling this way. So if you're going through a transition that was not planned, right? Because this was not a planned transition. Best advice I have for you, shut down and wait for instructions. Prioritize what needs to be done in the season that you're in in order to make sure you maintain. The, the goal is maintenance. It's not growth. 
It's not explosion. It's maintaining a quality of life that God has for you with clarity from God. It's just maintaining. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't do nothing new. Don't make emotional decisions. Don't take on things that are going to require brain power from you. Just go on easy street. Trust the easy street. Don't allow outside pressure. Don't get caught up in social media. There were, I mean, it was months where I just wasn't on social media because I'll look at something and be like, I should be doing that. I could do that. No, 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 no. Stop it. Shut it down. Get in a place where you can focus on what you need to do to maintain and get clarity from God. Wait for your instructions. Okay. Know that God is hearing you. Understand that God had his plans for you before you arrived, that he knows the bigger picture. It's just like this, right? A customer comes to you and they want the results. You know the best way to get to the results. If the customer is telling you what you need to do, then why do they need you, right? It's the same thing. If you're going to tell God what to do, then why do you need God, right? Don't do it. Trust God as hard as it is. And then once you've gone through the transition and you feel like you're coming out on the other side, get clarity. Don't jump two feet back in and think you're just going to pick up where you left off. Slow it down, get clarity, start to ask how, embrace the new vision. If there's a new direction that you're going, get excited about it, get excited about it. But if you're going and it's just like pick up and start where you left off, get excited about that too, because you already know what to do. But get clarity, start asking how, get creative, start looking for the things that you need to know in order to fulfill in this new season of life and be at peace while you're waiting and don't put yourself through these undue, unrealistic um, expectations of you got to be what you used to be in order to still be who you need to be in the future. That's not true. We are all allowed to change and grow and evolve over time. And some of us are going to go through more changes than others. Trust me, it's if I feel like I've been changing for the past two years. But it is what it is. And God is your source. Don't get caught up in the stuff that you see online because God is the one that is going to provide for you. And if you can do that, I promise you this transition will come a lot easier for you. You will not have the anxiety and the overwhelm that you will have. And you will be able to start to see the silver lining and pursue the things that God has for you. Okay, so we're back in creation somewhat. I'm easing back in. Um, I'm documenting this because God forbid I go through another transition, right? I need this just as much as you do as a reminder because it's so hard while you're going through it to get bogged down with all of the stuff that's happening. So this episode today was just as much for me as it is for you. I'm hoping that it was helpful for you. If you enjoyed what you heard and you found this helpful, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear it. I'd be more than happy to share you to my stories. Um, if you're not transitioning, you know somebody is transitioning, share it with them, inspire them. To just sit and wait and get clarity and ease back in. All right? That's it. That's all I've got for you on today. Uh, thank you for always supporting me. Thank you for always being here for me. I'm excited to be back and to see all of the good things that God has in store for me. And you will start to see new stuff. And, you know, if you want to be a part of the ride, I am here for you to be there. But if it's if my time is over, I understand that too. <laughs> all right? Um, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, guys, and I will see you in the next episode. 
you loved this episode, Kay wants to know, please subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a five-star review telling us what you loved and what your takeaways were. By leaving your review, it helps us to continue to provide awesome content and book guests that you love and want to hear from. And as a token of our appreciation for your review, we want to send you a gift. Kay's compiled a list of her favorite resources that help keep her balanced, focused, energized, and sane, and she wants to send it to you. To get a copy of Kay's favorite things, leave us a review, take a screenshot of it, and email it to podcast at kaywhitaker.com, and we'll send it right over. It's that simple. Until the next episode, be sure to connect with Kay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at kaywhitaker. This conversation has been great, and we can't wait to see you on the next episode.